Extreme weather, environmental crises. I don't know whether it's because we're getting more media, but we're certainly getting more stories of those types of events in our world. And we hear about El Nino and, less commonly, La Nina, which has resurfaced again of late. So, on today's glossary, let's take it there. La Nina, Chojion. Good morning, Alex. So, uh, just to take you back to El Nino, this means the little boy or Christ child in Spanish. And El Nino was originally recognized by fishermen off the coast of South America in the 1600s with the appearance of unusually warm weather in the Pacific Ocean. The name was chosen based on the time of year, which is around December, during which these warm waters, waters events tended to occur. And now La Nina is an episode represent periods of below-average sea surface temperatures across the east-central equatorial Pacific. Global climate La Nina impacts uh, tend to be opposite to those of El Nino impacts. In the tropics, the ocean temperature variations in La Nina also tend to be opposite of those of El Nino. Well, that's fairly straightforward then, Mm -hmm. but uh, they form a a cycle then. Yes, that's right. El Nino and La Nina are opposite phases of what is known as the El Nino Southern Oscillation Cycle, or ENSO cycle. And this ENSO cycle is a scientific term that describes the fluctuations in temperature between the ocean and atmosphere in the east-central equatorial Pacific. La Nina is sometimes referred to as the cold phase of ENSO and El Nino as the warm phase of ENSO. And these deviations from normal surface temperatures can have large-scale impacts, not only on ocean processes, but also on global weather and climate, as we have experienced. Mm. El Nino and La Nina episodes typically last 9 to 12 months, but some prolonged events may last for years. And while their frequency can be quite irregular, El Nino and La Nina events occur on average every two to seven years. And typically, El Nino occurs more frequently than La Nina. So experts are now saying that the cycles changed and that La Nina is going to rush in after El Nino? Yes. The most recent El Nino ran from 2015 to 2016. It was one of the three strongest on record, and that event is now officially dead in the water. More than a year after that El Nino's birth, uh, the unusually warm seawater in the eastern Pacific has cooled back down. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's Climate Prediction Center reported that conclusion on June 9th. And while it lasted, this El Nino-boosted rainfall in California, it sped up damage to coral reefs and helped make 2015 the hottest year on record. And now, a different weather effect, La Nina, which develops when waters near the equator in the eastern Pacific, cooled, eastern Pacific cool down is coming in. And the NOAA now estimates that there is a 75% chance that La Nina will take over in the coming months. And La Nina can cause droughts in South America and heavy rainfall in Southeast Asia. It can also make hurricane seasons in the Atlantic Ocean much more intense. 
And so it seems that we'll have to brace ourselves for a hotter summer then. Hotter and humid summer, I think. La Nina is a natural cooling of parts of the Pacific that alters the global weather and generally brings hot days to Korea during the summer months, is likely to develop within the next two months. La Nina is likely to develop by the end of August and then expected to last until autumn, according to a meteorological agency. So neighboring country Japan will not not be able to escape the phenomenon either, which is to cause high temperatures by making two anti-cyclones, the Pacific and the Tibetan, into a layer centered around western Japan. The Korean government is also preparing countermeasures for natural disasters this summer. And in preparation for these cyclones and typhoons that will be passing through the Philippines into China and then to Korea and Japan, the government will monitor the status of the typhoon once it reaches North Taiwan, uh, beginning on a 24-hour basis, and then operate an emergency response team when the typhoon route hits Okinawa. Julian, thank you for helping prepare us. Mm-hmm. Not sure quite what we can do except crank up the air conditioning. <laughs> well, that is one response that we can do. But not being shocked emotionally is always a good thing. Cho Julian with today's glossary. Thank you, Alex.